We're talking about the Mabul, we're continuing the story of the Mabul. So when the Mabul happened, everything that existed in the land was Nimuach. We're going to explain what that means in a moment. Shinema says in the Pasuk, all existence that was on the face of the of the land was was Nimuach. So what does it mean Nimuach? So the Pirshran Alatar explains that Vayimach is a lesson of Nimuach, which means to, to dissolve. Everything in the everything in the world dissolved. The the waters of the Mabul made everything dissolve. All the dead bodies of the people that died in the Mabul, they all dissolved. They didn't survive. The plants and the, the, the earth? Yeah, everything it was it, it all it all disintegrated. What happened to the what the plants? I don't know. It sounded like the mountains stayed intact because it says like the water was above the mountains, and then it said like the water was going lower and lower and went went below the mountains. Yeah, but I don't know. The Radal says that Vayimach is not a lotion of dissolving because he says it's not true. All the the remnants of the of of pre-mabul society didn't completely dissolve. We said last week that the Radal understood that all these dinosaur bones or whatever that we find or other odd oddities that we find like animals that couldn't live in the northern let's say in the North Pole area that we found bones of them that, that were there he says that was from before the Mabul so he understood that no, the things didn't dissolve they, they, the, the bones and stuff survived so what does it mean Vayimach? so he says it means erased of like we usually the lotion of erasing a mechika is with a kuf machak, right? But we find in a few places that the lotion of erasing is without a kuf. Moshe uh, Rabbeinu said, Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, "Mecheni na mesifracha, erase me from your sefer." And Hashem said, "No, mi yishachot ali amchenu mesifri." I'm going to erase him. So there's amchenu with a, without a kuf. So it's the same word. Yeah, the name of Rashi, right? Yimach right? They're the same idea. Not everything. I heard. What? <coughs> so everything, it, uh, everything was destroyed by the Mabul. Except for Noyach and everything that was with him in the Teva. It says in the Pesach, And only Noyach remained and that which was with him in the Teva, that's what remained. Everything else was destroyed. Who, we have to learn a cloud. Yeah. Even though the cloud says accept. Yeah. Because it's like uh, infer that it's something else. Even if it says, it, it says it's No, but over here it's different because over here the Pasuk says, Vayimach es kola yukum. Everything was destroyed. Yeah, Kola yeah, yukum. The medrash says chutz. So who was Noach and Chola Shevet Itay Bateva? So the pasuk says Noach and his wife and his three sons and their wives. Right. So that's what eight people. Right. Yeah. 
that's in halacha, could be not allowed after the garden, but also it, what you're saying could be is against the Mephorsh the Pasuk. But it sounds like the Pasuk is saying. So it's the is saying everyone except for Noach was destroyed. Right? Noach and his three sons, Noach and his wife and his three sons and their, and their I guess their wa- three wives. And the Nitziv actually adds another exception. The Nitziv writes that Noach had with him like servants and attendants in the table to like help out, be and everything. So they also survived. It's a huge chiddush that that these people also survived. I don't find anyone that all that said the same thing as the Nitziv. That's the Nitziv's chiddush. That it wasn't just Nayach and his three sons and their wives. It was also they had like servants and people who were who attending to them. They were having people that were helping them out. Yeah, they had like janitors and whatever that were also helping out with the, with the table and with the animals. I don't know. There's before measures that says that Nayach was busy with the animals. Nayach and his family were busy with the animals. It's hard. It's hard to. To know exactly what the Nitziv okay, whatever that's what the Nitziv says. It's a and also except for Oig, the king of Bashan, that Oig survived by sitting on one of the wooden, on one of the wooden ladders of the Teva. Right? Because the, 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 the Balaturim says, the says, it says in the Pasuk, Vaishwar Ach Nayach. Ach Noyach is Gematria Oig. That's what the Balaturim says. So we see the Oig, Oig survived. How did he survive? How does Oig fit into the Pasuk that says, Vaishar Ach Noyach, Vaishar Yitayba Teva? Everyone was with him in the Teva. So I, Oig wasn't with him in the Teva. Right? And how did he survive? The Wilmaid said there was a marble. So the Magnus is explaining this is how he survived. He survived by sitting on one of the ladders of the Teva. Right? And that and that's why he's called he's considered Asher Itay Bateva because he was he was sort of attached to the Teva. And that, and, and, and he survived. Khazal tell us elsewhere in the Gemara in, in Nida says that Vayove Hapolit in Parshas Vayera when when in Parshas Lachlacha in this week, upcoming week's Parsha, it says that a certain refugee came to Avramavin and told him that Light was captured by the war of the kings of Four kings and five kings. So Gemara says, "Who is this Polit guy? This guy who survived, this refugee." So the Gemara says that it's talking about Oig. That because Oig was a survivor of the of the Mabu. So Shalom Aleichem. So over here, the Blazer doesn't bring that pasuk of Vayavaya Polit. It just says we're going to see what the pasuk is that we know that Oig survived. But over here, it doesn't bring that pasuk. So Radal points out that the Pshad is because Pirkei Debelezer later on in Parakhov Zayin understood that the Polit was, was not talking about Oig. But Yavoy Apollet is talking about the Malach Michal. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see later on when we get to, when we get to that, par, when we get to that Parsha. He's not talking about any one of the servants over there. Huh? Not any of the servants from, you know, who said that, said there, the, the, there were servants over there? Oh, the Nitziv. Yeah. Maisa, the Radal brings a Tesis in the Sechaz Nida. The Tesis says that the reason why Oig is called Oig is because 
the Gemara says, Vayavai Apollet is talking about Oig, and when he came to tell Avram Avinu that light was captured, so it was Pesach, and Avram Avinu was busy build, making matzahs, Ugais, for Pesach, so, I don't know why matzahs are called Ugais, so it says that that's why Oig is called Oig, that's what Tesis brings in the name of Pekit but as the Ratal correctly points out, it doesn't, we don't see that anywhere in our Pekit and more than that, it doesn't, it doesn't work with Pekit because Pekit didn't understand that Vayavai Apollet is talking about Oig Bechal, he understood that Pallet is talking about the Malach Michal. I saw another an, an interesting thing. There's a, there's a, a, a medrash, a Temani medrash called Chemdas Yamim. So in Chemdas Yamim, in the beginning of Parshas Vayera, it says a different shot. Why is Oig called Oig? It says that you know, when, when the three Malachim came to visit Avram Avinu, so his, uh, Avram Avinu said, Mahari Kemach Silas Rushi Vasi Ugais. He told her to, he told Sarah to make ugais. So Rashi says, you know, we, we, we find that, he, that Avram Avinu told her to make ugais, but we don't find that she actually made the ugais when it says what, what, he served, what she served them. Right? So what happened to the ugais? So Rashi says of that she became Timea Nida, so she didn't want to be metamid the, 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 the bread, so she didn't break it, whatever. But the Chemda Selmim says, what happened? <laughs> this is cute, but only a Temanish Medish could say such a thing. Right? I never found any other source of this. What happened was that really Sarah made the ugais, and then this guy came along, this big giant came along, grabbed the ugais and ate it, right? and that's why he's called Aig, because he ate the ugais. So, so Teisus is called Aig because Avram Vino was busy making matzahs. But if you know that that, that Vayavai Pallet is not talking about Aig, so you have to say a different for why he's called Aig. So maybe say like the Chemda Zelman. I don't know. Oig made a, a promise, he took an oath to Noyach and to his descendants that he's going to be a, an Eved Oilam, a, a slave for them forever. That because you helped me survive the marble, the marble, so I'm going to, I owe a debt of gratitude to you and I'm going to be a slave forever. And as the Radal points out, we saw this already in Perk Tezayin, that what happened was it ended up that Noyach. And um, it somehow ended up that Chom got Chom got uh, got Oig as his as his personal Eved, and then eventually got to Nimrod, and Nimrod was the one who who owned Oig, so to speak. And at a certain point, he gave it over to Avram Avinu as a matana. This other in Perek Tezayin. Another Nukud over here. Okay, another Nukud over here. The, the Radal points out is that Chazal elsewhere tell us that oh, we'll just we'll, we'll a little bit vital first. What He made a hole in one of the sides of the of the teva. And through that hole, he would give the food to Noach every day. And, and, and because of that, Oig was able to survive. It says the pasuk, was the only people who remained from the reform. And as the Rekeach in Parshish Devarim and Rabbeinu B'chayi there say that the Rephaim are descendants of Cain. Chiddush. That's Chiddush for you. The Rephaim are descendants of Cain. And, and Oig was the only descendant of Cain who survived by the Mabul. That, that, that's how the, the Rekeach and Rabbeinu B'chayi understand. Oig, if you get brought to children, it means that you have Zerakai and Narach Aben. I'll tell you another, another Chiddush in the, brought in the Sefer Chem Das I think it's in Parshas Neich, but I didn't write down where it is. But he, he brings the pasuk in Parshas Neich of Umikol Achai, Mikol Basar Shnai, Mikol. He says that everyone who survived the Mabul will survive in pairs. 
So, so if we say that Oig survived, we also have to say that Oig's wife survived. That's another, another Kiddush from the Chandra Sana. She's sitting in the water with him. Huh? She's sitting in the water with him. Oh, so so that, that brings up the point that I was going to discuss before. Over here in Pekadabla's it says that Oig survived by sitting on the ladder of the Teva. Chazal elsewhere tell us that the reason why Oig survived was The Mabal never reached his ankle because he was so tall. Okay. Rashi also in Zvachim on Kufi Gimel and Bez also says that because he was so tall that the, that the water of the Mabal never reached him. And that's how he survived. The Oh, so, so, so that's what the Radas the, the is similar in the Nukuda. The Radas says, we, we saw in the last parak that the giants in the, in, in the time before the Mabul, so they were saying, we're not worried about a Mabul, we're so tall and we, we could survive it, and if the water from, from below comes up, so we'll just step on it and it'll be okay. Right? And then, but the marriage said, but they didn't realize that Hashem is going to make it boiling hot water and it's going to peel their skin off. Yeah. Right? So the Radal says that. Pirkei couldn't explain that Oig survived because he, cause he was so tall because that's not a time that the water was boiling hot so no, no matter how tall you are it's not going to help you so Pirkei had to say a different shot Lashitosa had to say a different shot that he was on the, on the ladders Kui Chazal also tackled a hold like this that he was, he was so tall that that's why he survived well, and somehow that answers what you were saying I forgot what you said Oh, the Mayans from. Uh, well, the, you have a, a whole bunch of pipes that burst open. The, no, the shadow, the shadow is how much water did Hashem pour down on the, on the ground. On, on the There's water pouring into a person's mouth and nostrils, and uh, it's not going to have to breathe, no matter how it's going to be. Yeah, the water's coming from there. It's not taller than the Shemayim, right? So if he's, under, if, he's so if, he's, if he's looking downwards. So and then it's, it's like a shower. Yeah, I don't know. What's breathing from? The, the water's coming here also. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, so Noyach saw, obviously, we have to explain, as the Radal points out, you have to explain that Noyach saw that Hashem gave Oig a certain siyata de shmaya, that, that he was surviving, unlike other people, and that's why he made the hole in the, in the table and gave him food. Because we don't find that Noyach did that for anyone else. It's like, it, uh, uh, it must be that, like, other people maybe tried to do the si- a similar thing like like Oig, like to jump onto the table or something, and they weren't matzliach. But Oig Dafka was, so so, so Nayak saw that there's something special about Hashem Dafka wants him to survive, so he helped him out in surviving. And his wife, I guess, according to the Chem and his wife. That the the shadow is why Taka did Oig survive. What's, what we we don't find that Oig was such a big tzaddik that that's why he deserved to survive. What's the Indian? So Tiger Mianusen explains that the reason why Hashem had Oig survive was because Hashem wanted it to be that in the future generations people would see how strong Oig is and they'll realize how come there's no other people around that are so strong. LMI, they'll realize that because these people that used to be around that were so strong were against Hashem, Hashem destroyed them. And they'll see the power of Hashem, and they'll see that no one who's your, your own personal strength won't be able to overcome what Hashem wants. So therefore, you have to do whatever Hashem says. You can't, you, 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 there's no playing around. You know, Hashem let this giant survive so people will understand how giants were before the Mabu. Okay, so that's another ex- one exception. The, uh, the exception of Oig. Now we're going to learn another exception. Another exception to the to, to, who, to where the waters didn't come to the Mabul. But here, it's a slightly different idea. 
B'chutz me'eretz Yisrael, sh'lo'yardu alecha kishamim. Another exception is Eretz Yisrael, that the, the rain of the Mabal didn't fall on Eretz Yisrael. Shnei it says in the Pazag, Ben Adam, Omar Allah, at Eretz lo'y mitayrahi, lo'y gushma b'yayim zan. The land of Eretz Yisrael was lo'y gushma, it wasn't rainy, b'yayim zan, on the day of the wrath, on the day of Hashem's anger. So Eretz Yisrael didn't have, didn't have rain. Rather, what happened to Eretz Yisrael was that the waters from everywhere else came and rolled into Eretz Yisrael. Because the way it worked was that the whole world, there was water coming and coming and coming. Right? And in Eretz Yisrael, the water wasn't falling on Eretz Yisrael. But, as the Ramban points out in Chumash, there wasn't like a wall around Eretz Yisrael guarding Eretz Yisrael that the waters wouldn't come in. So as the whole world is getting filled up with water, the water will go into Eretz Yisrael because there's nothing stopping it. It didn't fall on Eretz Yisrael, but it went into Eretz Yisrael. That's where the 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 the, the Pekidah was saying. It came into Eretz Yisrael. What? No, because we're speaking at this point because as the Radal says, that the, in the Gemara there's an opinion that says that, that the Eretz Yisrael wasn't affected by the Mabul at all. Not only did the water not come to Eretz Yisrael, but it didn't fall on Eretz Yisrael, but it didn't even come into Eretz Yisrael. And the, Ramban, the, the, the Radal says, I don't know why the Ramban doesn't bring that, that opinion in the Gemara. It's a Gemara in, in Zvachim. But I tried to call you to tell you that we're starting at a quarter to eight, but your phone wasn't working. So, yeah. Yeah, middle there's an, there's actually an interesting. I know it, it seems like a typo. There's a there's an edition of the Pirkei called the Higra edition, and it's it's based on Al Pikisveyad or whatever. So in that edition, it says Elinizgalgulu Hamayim Mikol Harotzes Vinichnesu LaTeva. So the waters came into the Teva instead of Vinichnesu La. It says Vinichnesu LaTeva. The waters came into the Teva. It's a stickle funny because like that's not true. It's a, it's, it's obviously a mistake. But the, the Ramban, when he brings down the Pirkei Devalezer, his gear says, V'nichnusu l'toycha. That's what the mistake is. The, the word toycha, they made a mistake into saying l'teva. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you explain what the... inside it, in, into Eretz Yisrael. Inside Right. Yeah, we said that the the Oig made a took an oath that he's going to be a servant or slave to Noach and to Noach's descendants forever. What? Okay. Well, we said, and we no, said no, that. No, it's not what he did. Huh? Not what he did. That's not what he did. No, so we said in Parak Zion that after after Oig found the Shirach for Rivka, so Avram Avinu was mesha- freed him. And and Allah, and then Hashem gave him his schar and oil mazer so that because we said before that Rishoyim get their schar and oil mazer instead of so that they will get punished in oil mabah so I, because he was a rasha Hashem made him into a melech so that he'll get his schar in this world and then and then oil mabah he'll get his his punishment. No, we spoke about that in Perek Tazayin. You said that Og made the Yeah, that's what we said that earlier in Perek Tazayin. In Perek Tazayin. In the end of the practice sign, I think it was. Towards the end, at least. Yeah, towards the end. Right, we had an opinion that Oig is Eliezer. 
Now, this is an interesting thing. I, I don't personally want to get into this, but it's, it's an interesting idea that in a lot of different cultures you find the same story of a flood that went over the world and someone survived. So I just want to pick one, one of these and say over the, the kids are the story the, the, where it comes up over there. And then you'll see like a lot of parallels that we find in the story of Nayakh. This is in the Epic of Gilgamesh, if you've ever heard of it. In the Epic of Gilgamesh, is a, a, they found these cuneiform tablets in the Mesopotamia, in the area that, like Bavel, where Avram Avinu was born and raised. So over there, there's a story about a guy named Gilgamesh, who was the king of a place called Uruk, which the Taina is, is Erech, right? It says in the, in the sixth parish, it said that Nimrod was, built these cities, Erech, Akkad, and Kalnei. So they say Erech is Uruk. This guy Gilgamesh was apparently, he was, he was the king in, the, in this place, Uruk, and apparently he was, according to this myth, he was three-fourths God, uh, well, two-thirds God and, and one-third human. And he had a friend called Enkidu, and yes, I laugh every time I hear the name Enkidu, and, and they were sidekicks, and they, they did all kinds of interesting things together, whatever, and then eventually his friend got killed, and because his friend got killed, so he was worried about his own mor- mortality, and he realized, you know, he himself was going to die one day. He got all depressed. So he, he got a, someone gave him an eight, so like, you should go meet this guy who, he's, he, he, who happens to be your ancestor, Mr. Gilgamesh. And said, so go meet this guy who, he survived the world when it was destroyed. And, and he's, gonna, he's supposed to live forever. So he went to go visit this guy. The guy's name, I think this is the way you pronounce it, Utnap-Ishtim. Utnap-Ishtim. That's the name of the guy. He went to Gilgamesh went to go visit this guy who happened to have been like his ancestor or whatever. And he says, tell me this story about when the world was destroyed. So, so this guy, Utnapishtim, says, tells him the story of how the world was going to be destroyed, that the gods decided they want to destroy the world. And, and he, he had, in seven days, he built a, a boat to survive it. And he took his family on the boat and, and all the baby animals he took on the boat with him. And there was a, a 12 days of flood. And then after the 12 days of flood, he waited seven days and he sent off three birds. First, he sent off um, a dove and, 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 and the dove came back. And then he sent out a swallow and the swallow came back. And then he sent a raven and the raven didn't come back. So he saw that the flood was over and then he went out. And the first thing he did when he got out was he gave sacrifices to the gods. Right? And, then, and, and then the story ends basically that the, one, of the, one of the gods that they believed in, which we know is one of the famous of Zaras in the times of Tanakh, Ashtaris. So Ashtaris gave him a present. That he got a fancy necklace, and that was like as a, as a remembrance for, the, for, for, the, for this story that, 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 that he survived the flood. And a different god told him that because of this, he's going to live forever. Adkan, the story of, in, the, in the Epic of Gilgam, of, that's the parallel to the story of, of the Mamas. Mamas, like a lot of the same ideas, the seven days, and the same, the same Mamas, the same birds, a dove and a raven. A lot of the, and then afterwards, the first thing he did was he made a carbon, like we're going to see that Noah gave a carbon afterwards. And then there was a something, he got something as a zikaran, just like Hashem gave him the, the, the keshes, the, the rainbow. So this Avedazar gave him our necklace, the same ideas. So we, we can see how all these different cultures, they, they took the same idea, they corrupted it slightly to fit their agendas or whatever. But it, it, it was a Messiah that all of humanity understood with the story of the Mabu. If the rain didn't fall in Eretz Yisrael, yeah. and then the people who lived in Eretz Yisrael should have survived. No, because we said that the waters came into Eretz Yisrael. So if the waters came into Eretz Yisrael, so depending on... If, if the water was like 
way, oh, way, like really, really high up all over the world, so then they wouldn't have they wouldn't have survived. But, so according to the Pirkei they wouldn't have survived. According to the, the opinion in the Gemara that it didn't fall into the soil, and if the wise didn't even come into the soil, then they would have survived. So it's the totally in what the Radal says, the Machlech is Gemara and, and the Pirkei Devilezer. Shalach Noyach Esa Oyrev Leda Maba Oilam. Noyach sent the raven to know what's out in the world. Halachloi Umat. Now, Rashi says in Chumash that the raven didn't really want to go out because the raven was, was suspected that, that Noyach wanted to do something with the raven's wife, either to marry off his, the raven's wife to a different animal or to, do, to take her for himself. So the raven didn't really want to go out and check what happened. So, in particular, this is a little bit slightly different story will happen. The raven went and found a carcass on the tops of one of the mountains. It sat over there and it was eating and it had a nice it was fresting away, it had a nice meal over there and it didn't want to go check to see if the if the if the if the water came down and didn't go back to Naikh to tell him what happened or whatever. It, it got it was distracted by what by what it found. So then, Nayak sent a different animal, a different bird. Shalach. Shalach. Esayayna. Veheshiva shlichusa. Then, Nayak sent the dove, and the dove did return. It, 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 was, it, it fulfilled its, its, uh, its uh, what's it called? Its duty, it, what it was sent for. Its shlichus. Shlema, it says in the Pesach, V'atovay elav hayayna le'es erev, ve'inei alizayis toraf bifiyah. And the Yerna came back to him while, uh, as evening, at evening time and there was an olive, an olive leaf in its mouth. Now, I skipped the word in translating it. Taraf bifia. Now, the word taraf is, 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 is slightly... It's, it's, it's a grammatic anomaly in a way. Because there's a word taref, which means food. Taref nasanli reyav. Or the word, the pasuk is... Uh, what's it called? In the Eish we say... Vatitin tariff, the base of tariff means food, right? So tariff is, it means, on the one hand, tariff means food. On the other hand, there's a, a verb of toraf, which means to, to, literally means to claw, but in this context would mean like to, to grab, toraf, which is a verb. So the question is, over here, the word toraf is not toraf, and it's not tariff. It's a different word. Is it referring to the verb grabbing? Or is it referring to the word to the noun food? So, what? Rashi brings it as a makloch. So, Rashi brings his chat, and then the Arctic scroll says it's a big makloch as Rishon. Oh, so 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 Rashi wants to say Rashi and Chumash says Vehine Ali Zayis Rashi understood that Torah is the same as Torah, which means grabbed, and Rashi is saying that uh, that the Yoyna grabbed. Vihine Ali Zayis, an olive leaf, was Torah, it grabbed Bifiha in her mouth. Now Rashi says, it's a little bit confusing over here grammatically, because it says Torah is Lashen Zohar, because if it was Nikiva, it would say But here it says Torah, which is, a, which is a male thing grabbing. But then it says Bifiha in her mouth, which is Lashen Nikiva. So Rashi is bothered by that. So Rashi says, what you have to say is that the, the, the it was both Zohar and Nekeva. What do I mean? And she says that the bird was a male bird, but in general, doves in Lashon Kedesh, the word Yoyna is Lashon Nekeva. 
So, so Rashi is machadish that the bird itself was actually was actually male, but since in general doves are referred to as females, right? So so therefore it says befiha. That's what Rashi says in Chumash. And the Radal brings that the Zoyar and Parsha Shlach brings says in the name of them that Sifta Durikia that the Yaina of Nayak was a Zakhar. Dukharhu. That's what the, the Radal says. But then the Radal says that Pirkid the Belizer is gonna understand that Torah Bifia doesn't mean it grabbed it in its mouth as a verb, in which case you would say that the Yoina was a male. Rather, what it means is Torah is like teref, it means food. al Isaias it was a, a olive leaf, teref bifia, food in its mouth. Right? And therefore, says the Radal, according to Pirkei Dabalazar, you could say that the bird was actually a female bird. So you have Machlikas Rashi and Pirkei Dabalazar if the bird was a male or a female. Rashi and the Zayar against Pirkei Dabalazar if the bird was a male or a female. But, and what's the significance of it's a male or a female? I don't know. I just, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm just, I found it interesting from a grammatical point of view. But I was wondering why it actually is coming to, to explain that when I, when I, when I thought. Oh, that's, now you know. Because it's from, to, from a grammatical point of view, what's, what does the word taraf mean? Because there's, no there's usually no such conjugation, what's the word, conjugation of such a, yeah. a, a, a word. But the Radal asks an interesting question. He says, if, if Oig was, was hanging out outside the table and he had you know, a window to, to interact with Nayak, so why couldn't Nayak just ask Oig, like, did the waters go down yet? He has like a whole, the Radah has like a whole shot, like Alpid Kabbalah exactly had to answer that, I think. That was a different thing. He asked this question, I, I, don't, know, I don't know exactly what his answer is. Vilama Aleizais, why did the dove Dafka bring a olive leaf? Why Dafka an olive leaf? The dove said in front of Kaddish Baruch Hu, Master of the Universes. It should be that my sustenance should be bitter like this olive, but in your hands, in the hands of Hashem. And it shouldn't be sweet in the hands of a person. Meaning, he's saying to Hashem, I would rather rely on you and get bitter, bitter sustenance than to have to rely on people. And even if it's sweet, I don't want to have to rely on people. I'd rather rely on you, Hashem. I don't want to rely on people. That's what the, the bird is saying. It's interesting that it says that the, the Zayas is Marurin Kazayas. It's bitter like a Zayas. The Shach in Yeridea Simen Sadik Vav in Hilchas Possible Cholov wants to bring a Raya. This is also a Gemara. He brings, he doesn't bring the Bandishri, he brings the Gemara. He brings a Raya from that Gemara that, that a Zayas is called a Dover Charif because it's, it's bitter. Now, bitter and sharp are not necessarily the same thing. A lot of, a lot of places can disagree with this. The Stechemet has a whole Rikhus. But that, the Shach brings a Raya from this that, that a Zayas has a din of a Dover Charif. Right, so if you, know, if you cut an, if you, you know, if you cut an onion with a, a, with a fleshig knife, even if it's ena ben yame, then the, the onion will become fleshig. No, the olive, once it is fixed in the lye, is no longer. What's so fixed that, in the lye? Uh, I mean, when you eat an olive, when you eat an olive, yes, you're right. Tree, usually, you're, when, like you're right. When, usually, when you eat an when you when you're eating an olive, so you're getting olives that were already that were already pickled. We're eating pickled olives, right? If you're if you're cutting a raw of with an ene benyana fleshig knife, 
So then the olive will become fleshic. But according to the shach. According to the shach. Yeah. We hold like the shach. Though. We hold like the shach. I don't know. I've, I've, never, I've, never, I've never come across such a shach. I don't know. I don't know what, we, what they pass in halachah Because again, you don't you don't go to the store and buy raw olives. You buy pickled olives. I don't even eat pickled olives. So. I'm not an olive guy. I've had olives like on top of a pizza, you know? You know what I mean? Like then. I'm saying I've had it. I don't like it. I've had it. Okay, right there. From here we said, If you send something, you send it as a shliach, you send it with somebody who's bad or evil, it's like you're sending it with a fool. Like you can't rely on such a person. I guess, I, I assume that the Medrash is, is, is being ramas over here to the Indian that the Gemara says that the Oyrev, the raven was Mishamish Mitosai in the Teva, even though it wasn't supposed to do that. So it, it's, it's a Dover Ra. Or it could be even Stam that we always say that a, a, a raven is considered a cruel animal. And the Gemara says that it's an Achzar because it doesn't have Rahmanus on its children. So, so if, you send, if, you, if you send as an agent to do something for you, a, a person who's evil or a, an entity that's evil, so it's like you're sending it with a fool. Like you can't rely on, this, on such a thing to, to get the job done. But if you send something with a tahar, a, a pure, the here it says ra as opposed to tahar. You would think that the opposite of ra is a tzaddik, but okay, whatever. It's as if you're sending it with somebody like a, who, who, who's, who's trustworthy to the person, who, to, the, to those who sent it. This is a pasuk, it's, it, the, the Radal points out that the menish over here is referring to a pasuk, is being ramas to a pasuk in Mishlei. It says, Kitsina shalek biyayim kitsir, tzir neman like as helpful as it is to have cold like like a snowy day when it's time to do harvest because you know, when you're harvesting out in the field it's the middle of the summer and it's, it's not it's not geschmack to, to to be busy in the field harvesting when it's really hot so when it to, when it, if it's as cold as a winter day it's very good so too a good person, a, a good shliach, a good agent is, is, is trustworthy for, for the person who sent him, for those who sent him. Now, the Radal points out that the word l'sholchav means those who sent him in, in, in plural Russian. So he says, what's the, what are the those? Here we're talking about one person, Nayak sent the, sent, the, sent the dove three times, but he sent it, it's not multiple people. So he says, because he sent it three times, so it's as if, as if we're, we're looking at it as like three different Three different, uh, three different people sending it in, in some way. I, I asked that later on in Parag we bring this pasuk of Tzir Neman L'Sholchov about Meish Rabbeinu and so you have to know over there where you see that it's like multiple shlichus. I don't know. But the Radha points out another interesting idea that the word Shalach this is also slightly grammatical. The word Shalach means to send like it means to send but it has two connotations. You can, you can send somebody like a shliach, you send someone to do something for you, or you can send somebody, you send them free. Tishalchenu chafshi, you send them free. Or vayishach Yaakov Malachim, he sent them like to do a messenger, messengers for him. 
So, he, so, so the Radal points out that when it says that, Yoyna, that, that Noyach sent the Yoyna, so the first two times he sent it as, as a shliach to do something for him, to check and see what's happening. The third time he sent them to go free, because the Yoyna also didn't come back the third time. So like, what would be the difference between the Yoyna and the raven? The raven went and didn't, according to the picture, the raven went, found food, and it never came back. It never reported back. So the Yoyna also the third time never reported back. So he's saying that no, the third time Noach wasn't sending it to do something for him. Noach was sending it free. Rashi says it, it says it twice, and they both were to send off, not to send on a shlichus. Yeah, Rashi says that. Yeah. Okay. So the Radal is not like this Rashi. It's a PL, not a PAL. That's what Rashi says. Ah, yeah? That the that's why it says Shalachas Yoyna, it doesn't say Vayishlachas. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Okay, so it's not like Rashi. Better. Rabbi Tzadok Imer, Rabbi Tzadok says, Shnei Masar Chodesh Asu Kol Habriyais Bateva. For 12 months, the, all, the, all the creations were lasted in the Teva. And we know that it's a mission in Mesachas Idias, Yud Beis Chodesh, Mishpat, Dora Mabul, it lasted for 12 months. V'haya Noyach, I made a Mispalal of Nekodesh Baruch And Noyach would stand and, uh, and dive in front of Hashem. And the Radal says in Medrash Tan Chumat says, tamid. He would always be davening this while he was in the Teva. He would say, Master of the universes. Take me out of this, let's say, masker, like a prison. Really, the Radal says that it's, it's being miraculous to what we said in the beginning of the parak, that Hashem closed, closed the Teva on them and sealed it. So it's like a sealed prison. Nair felt like he was in a prison. It's why? Why do I want to be taken out of this prison? It says an interesting thing. Because my soul is tired from the smell of the lions and tigers and bears. No, lions and, and bears and leopards. His soul is tired from the smell of the lions, the bears, and the, and, and the, and the leopards. What does that mean? We'll have to explain in a moment. Sounds like a riddle. Yeah. And if you do, if you take me out, so all the tzaddikim in the future generations are going to They're going to crown you with the crown of a king because of this that you took me out of this prison. Take me out of the imprisonment of my of my soul in order to praise in order for me to praise your name. And through me, the tzaddikim are gonna are gonna give you a crown because of what you did to me. That's the pasuk in Tehillim. The the. Oh, one second, one second. The. What? No, he's saying that if you if if you if you take me out, we're gonna have a karta type, and and we're gonna we're gonna try to it's gonna be used for your malchus to, to make the crown of Hashem. What does that mean to make the crown of, to make the crown of Hashem? So the Radal brings an interesting from the Matnas Kuhuna and Bracious Rabbah in the name of Rashi, which we said before Rashi and Bracious Rabbah is left Africa from Rashi, but it says that in Tfilas in Tfilas Musaf on Rosh Hashanah in Zechreinus. So we say in Zechariah, "We gamis neyach biahavos zacharta, but if kedeu bifkudas Yeshua v'rachamim mishmei shmei kedem, etc." Right? We we mentioned the fact that Hashem remembered Noach in 
in Zechreinus, and we use that as part of our davening of Zechreinus in, in, in the Shemana Esrei and Rosh Hashanah. So, so the, the, as we know, that the theme of Rosh Hashanah is to make Hashem the king over us. Right? Hashem is, we're, we're trying to be Malach HaKadosh Baruch as the king. So we're using the, the, the fact that Hashem made... Hashem remembered Nayak and saved Nayak from the Mabul as part of the tefillah that makes Hashem into our king. So that's what so the, so the Radal brings that that's what it means that through you taking me out of the of, of the Teva then I'm going to be I'm going to use that to make your crown. Someone else has a different shot also. Okay, the 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 Rabbi Ismir says a pshat that that if you take me out, so then we'll be able to have children and propagate the world, and then there'll be tzaddikim, and then all the tzaddikim will be miyuchas to me because I'm 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 the father of everyone. So the tzaddikim, and and, and as we know that what tzaddikim do, every ma'isa that a tzaddik does is mamlech hakadosh baruch. Every good ma'isa that a tzaddik does is mamlech hakadosh baruch, and it adds to the to the crown of the kesamalchos. Okay, so that, that, that's, that's one Nekudah. Another Nekudah is like this. What does it mean that he was tired of the smell of these animals, of the lions and the bears and the, and the leopards? First of all, Rebbe Ismail asks the question. He says, we find by Yosef that when Yosef was, being, was, was sold and it was going down to Mitzrayim, so... In, in the in the caravan that was bringing Yosef down, so usually, so Rashi says that usually it has like bad smelling things like tar and whatever that we're importing to Mitzrayim. But happens to be, so happens that the that the caravan that was taking Yosef to Mitzrayim was actually bringing good smelling spices. So we, so we say that it was a special nace that Hashem did for Yosef. The, the Hashem arranged that there would be special good smelling spices so that he wouldn't have to suffer with the smell of tar while he was going down to Mitzrayim. That's what Rashi says in Chumash. So Rabbi Leo asks, so how, why didn't Hashem do the same thing for Nayach over here? Make it smell nice. Yeah, fine. Whenever you know, animals smell bad or whatever, but why didn't Hashem make a special nice for him? So Rabbi Leo says that he, he, you have to say that this was an Einish for the fact that Noyach wasn't didn't do enough to try to get his generation to do tshuva, and and because of that he needed a certain tikkun, so Hashem made it smell bad so that he'll get he'll get a certain tikkun for that. That's what Leo Meizner says. Why did we go that? Why? Oh, why dafka those animals? That's a good question. Why dafka those animals? So we'll, we'll, the Radal is going to address that question. But let, let, let's go through the Radal systematically. He says like this. First of all. It, he says it's an interesting thing that it, why does it say that my soul is tired from the smell of the lions and the bears and the, and the leopards? Why is his soul tired? What child has his soul? So that you, you're probably thinking of the Gemara and Brachas, right? The Gemara and Brachas talks about how do you know that there's an Indian that you're supposed to make a bracha on a good smell? So the Gemara brings a pasuk. It says, "Call an ashamat All the souls are going to pra- praise Hashem. And the Gemara says, "What's the thing that?" A person gets hana from it, but his body doesn't get hana from it. His soul gets hana from it. The Bible says that's a good-smelling smell, good-smelling spice. Uh, so you see that that smell goes straight to the soul. So a good, if a good, if a good, if a good-smelling spice makes you go call on a shamatalok, a bad-smelling spice makes you makes your soul tired. I guess. Uh, now, the, so the question is, why talk of these animals as opposed to any other animals? 
We never find anywhere that Dafka, these animals smell worse or anything like that. Well, so th- this is a question that Radal asks. Radal wants to say that, that he wants to change the gears over here in, in Prickative Lezer and say that it's, it's, it means to say something else. There's another famous Medrash, Medrash Dan Khuma, that says that one time in the 12 months that they were in the Teva, one time Merch forgot to feed the lion and the lion got very angry when, when, he, when he finally came to feed him and the lion, he, he, he kicked him or something, he hit him and, and because of that, Noach was, was injured. Right? This is a famous Medrash. So the Radal wants to say, based on that Medrash, that Noach means to say like this, Ki nafshi Not Meireach, but it should say Meiras Arayas Vidubim Unamarim. That I'm, my soul is tired, not from the smell, but from the fear of the lions and bears and leopards. He's, because every, he, he basically Noach was saying that, you know, every time I go feed these animals, I'm putting my life in danger. And, you know, it, 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 it's not geschmack to like, put your life in danger multiple times a day, and you just, it wears me out. And also, please Hashem, help me get out of the table. That's, when Noach, that's the way the Radah explains what Noach was davening for. And why after these three animals? So Radal points to a mission in Masechus Bavakama that says that these animals, it gives a list of all the, of the different animals that are known to be animals that, that do damage to people. And it says lions and bears and leopards. They're anti-human beings. Well, they're anti-human beings, yeah. And then Radal asks, what about snakes? The mission mentions snakes. So how come over here Nayak didn't mention snakes? So Radal says an interesting part, which is in line with what the Radal says last week. He says that there's two types of snakes. There's a, a snake that lives on dry land, and there's a snake that lives in the water. And we know that the mabal didn't affect the fish. Everything that was in the water was, was not affected. So Neich didn't have an aquarium on the, on the table. The, 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 the fish was, was left intact. Right? So he says that the, 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 the achiest fish, the, the achiest snake, stayed in the water. And he wants to say that the, in, in Hashem's cheshven of how to categorize the different types, the different species of animals, the water-going fish and the dry land, no, I'm sorry, the water-going snake and the dry land snake are really the same species. Therefore, Noach didn't even have a snake on the table. Because the snake, we, the, the snake, we left the, the water-going snake in water and, that, and that, that's what the snake that survived. So therefore, there, there was no snake on the table. What? It's a different kind of animal. Fine, but he said that we, we said last week that there was there's different ways of how to categorize animals. What does it mean, kind of animal? Right? What does they said? If you have a, a cat with green eyes and a cat with blue eyes, it's two animals or it's one animal. Everything else is exactly the same. So there's, there's, there's different different nuances in, in 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 deciding what how to categorize things. I don't know. Was it nice? I don't know. Some fish could survive in boiling hot water or no? I don't know. I don't know. What? No, I mean, not in my kitchen. Not in your kitchen. You once went to the ocean, you got bit by a kiffel fish. How does a sea snake produce a land snake? What? Maybe a parent produces a child by itself. 
I know, according to evolution, everything used to be in the sea, and then and then they grew legs or something. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it works. But that, that's what the Radal says. He thinks it does. You think it does. That's what you said last week. What? You said Hashem evolution. Oh yeah. It could be just the way Hashem did things. It yeah. just doesn't mean that, that, that you know. Still means Hashem just said we're doing this way instead of that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Vaiter. Rabbi Levitas Ish Yavna Oimer. Rabbi Levitas, man of Yavna said, When everyone was coming into the table, so Hashem had the male and the female separate. Shneemar says in the Pasuk, Vayabai Noyach Uvanov, Vishtai Unishevanov. Noyach and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives came to the table. So in the Pasuk, it never puts anyone next to their wife. It says Noyach, and then his sons, and then it doesn't say their wives, but it says Noyach's wife, with, with Noyach's sons in, in between Noyach and his wives. And then it says, and his sons' wives, with Noyach's wife in between his sons and his sons' wives. So it never puts a person and their wives next to each other. Haray has gone bitzarachat and the kibbutz bitzarachar. Also, it says when when they left the table, also the noyach and the son, then whoever was married. Right, but we're we're not going to discuss that here. But Rashi does discuss that in Chumash, right? That um, they, they, they didn't want to be Isaac and Puri Revia after after the Mabul and Hashem had to tell Daf to do. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, we, we could really put it, fit it into over here what we're going to talk about. When they came out of the table, Hashem put the Zuharim next to the Nekevis. It says in the Pasuk, when Hashem was telling them to get out of the table, it's same in a table, go out of the table. You and your wife, and your sons and your sons' wives with, him, with you. So then Hashem put, them, put the husbands and wives together. Hashem put husband and wife together when he was telling them how to, how to get out of the table. And as we, pointed, we just pointed out, they, they didn't want to be Isaac and Priya Revia when they came out. And Hashem had to give him a special Havtacha and Shvua that he's not going to destroy the world so to, in, in order to encourage him to, to, to indeed be Isaac in it. And the Pasuk says, actually this is not Oroshan of the Pasuk, Hashem blessed them. The Pasuk says, I believe. Or vayivarech alikim es nayach. What's the pasuk say? Vayivarech alikim es nayach ve'es banav. Hashem blessed nayach and his and his and his sons. He said to them, "Lifreis v'lirbeis ba'aretz to be fruitful and to multiply in the land." Emar vayivarech alikim vayemalem puravu. Hashem. Bless them, and he said to them, Prove, be fruitful and multiply. And that was a special bracha that Hashem gave mankind that they should become fruitful and multiply. Now, what, what happened? Why, why is it that in the Teva they would have to be sep- when they were going into the Teva, and in the Teva they had to be separate, and when they were coming out, Hashem Dafka told them to come together? So Chazal tells us that in a time of famine, so it's also to be mishamish mitasa. It's also to have relations in a time of a famine, and also in any time of distress, any time of sorrow and kaliyisrael. So it's also also to, to, to have relations. That's what Chazal tells us. It's paskin in Shulchan Aruch in 
Archaim Sivan Reish Mem Sif Yud Beis, and in your in Evan Haezer, where, where's the other place? In Archaim, also in, also Archaim Sivan Tov Kuf Ayin Dalid Sif Dalid, in Hilchos Tznius and in Hilchos Tainus, that it's also to be Mishamish Mita in a time of famine and also in a time of in any time of stress for Klal Yisrael, and that's why. We, so we, that's where we find that when they were in the table, they had to be separate from their wives. And when they came out, then then you know the tsar was over, the mabel was over, people weren't dying anymore. So then it's okay. When when you when you think about it, so you might say that I'm, I'm not trying to give any halachic uh, rulings right now. But just something to think about. You have to ask your own Rav and Rabbeim or whatever what, exactly what to do. But in the situation that we're in right now, L'Choyo, or at least a few days ago, at least, was, is considered a time of Tzara for Kala Yisrael. Yeah? So it's a, it's, it's a shadow. What, what exactly are you supposed to do? So Lamaisa, uh, going through... Yeah, you have to ask. You know, people doing the for five years. Uh, going through going through the... Going through the Paiskim, I found that there's six different Heterim. First of all, the Biki Yasef bring the Chidah brings in the name of the Knesset Zikdaila that you could be Semech on the Shitas Rishainim, the Taisus, and I think in, in Tainus, Taisus says that be, separating from your wife is not, uh, is not it, only in a Tainus that comes because of a famine is, 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 a, is a Halacha. But in the time of Tzara, it's only Midas Chasidus. So there you have one, the, the first shita that says it's only Midas Chasidus. Some places can say, the Shulchan Aruch says this, Beferish, that Chasuchei Bonim, people that are Chasuchei Bonim, are also allowed to be Meshamesh Mitasim in a Tzara. What does it mean Chasuchei Bonim? So it's Machlech if that means people who don't have any children Bechlal, or even people who have children but weren't Mekayim Puruvu yet. So that's another hatter. A third hatter is, if a person might, if the man or the wife might come to do an avera, should they practice abstinence? The fourth, the fourth hatter is if the wife dafka wants it. The fifth hatter is the the Eshel of Ram from the Buchacha says that if that Eshel is lasting for a long time, like when they were, they were talking about this by World War One, that it was it lasted a few years, so they said that it's, all, that it's also mutter. And what was the sixth hatter? So amongst all the places they, they, they have these different terms. So we have to, if they ask ask the shadow. Hopefully this this current situation won't last too long, and it seems like it's dying down. I know I didn't read the news after Shabbos yet, but uh, you read the news after Shabbos, so I, hopefully everything is 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 Mashiach here? Mashiach? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. I hope so. Maybe. So Vincent's here for two thousand years. See, Mashiach came, and, and you're, you're sitting here in the shir instead of going. Maybe he's a great joker. It says to have a joker. Yeah. Didn't hear the joker. Yeah. Didn't hear the joker. That's what I'm saying. Just the value. Just the value. It says maybe it's dying down. I don't know. Mashiach comes a little bit. What are people doing? I did hear the Arabs playing music in the afternoon, so. So I, I was I got a little worried because like they only play music when bad things happen. <laughs> like 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 in weddings. So now we're going to do something a little bit uncharacteristic of me over here, but the, the, the next part of the Medrash over here is this, a story of how Noach got castrated, more or less. 
And we're really, we're going to skip this story and go back to it next week. But the reason why it's over here is because, uh, the Radal says, the reason why it's over here is because we just mentioned that Hashem gave Noyach a bracha that he's going to be fruitful and multiply. So the Medrash is bothered. We, we, Noyach only had three kids. Now, if you're in America, you don't have that question of three kids. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. But if you're in Israel, it's only three kids, right? So why, what was the fruitful and multiply? So because of, to answer that question, Kilo, so the, the Medrash is bringing a whole story of why Noyach wasn't able to have kids after, any, any kids afterwards. That, that, that's... That's, that's what the Radal says. But we're going to skip the story and we'll go to it next week because it's a whole, it's a whole story up. And we're continuing in what happened chronologically right after the story of the Mabul. This story with, 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 Nayak, with Nayak getting castrated actually happened afterwards. Right after the Mabul, something was, is, this, is Nayak bringing Karbanas. So we're going to skip a few lines to the word Yashav Nayak Vidarash. You have it? It's on page Reish Bez. Reish base. Reish base. Yashav Nayak Vidarash. You have it? You guys have it. Okay. Yashav Nayak Vidarash Bilibay. Nayak sat and he darshan in his heart. And he said, Ba'amar, he said, Hakadish Borhu Hitsilani me meha mabul vuhitsiani minamansgar hahi. Hakadish Borhu took me out from the waters of the Mabul and he took me out from that jail. Am I not obligated to bring offer in front of him korban v'oilis, a sacrifice and oilis? The Rikanti happens. The Radal brings that the Rikanti says that the the korban that that Nayak brought was a korban toida. I hear saying it's oila. So I want yeah, So I wanted to say that korban v'oilis means korban meaning. Meaning a toida, the oilis, and also oilis. Maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. We had such a lotion also earlier in Paraktes Ice Hay. Earlier in Paraktes, the Radal Ice Hay talks about what is being korban the oilis. But miad hivi noyach mimin behema tohoya. Immediately noyach brought from the from the kosher animals shoy v'chesa v'ez the three types of kosher behemais that are kosher on the mizbeach, right? Kshar, uh, which is like, you know, cows, ox, calves, the same, that's the same species. Keves, A's, right? Rams, baby rams, lambs, sheep. Umimin oif tahar tarim and also from the kosher birds, atar and binayayna. Hidafka brought from these karbanas. Rashi in Chumash says that Nayak brought all, all kosher animals. All kosher animals he had to take seven of. Right? So why did he have to take seven? So Rashi says because he, all the kosher animals he brought as karbanas. Right? The manager should be here is saying no. He didn't bring from all kosher animals. He brought only from the animals that are kosher on the mizbeach. Like in the base of Mikdash, you couldn't bring all kosher animals. This contradicts Rashi. Rashi contradicts himself then. Oh yeah? Because Rashi before said, uh, at the beginning, when it said he brought animals over Tabor, it says you see that Noah learned Torah. Yeah. Torah elaborated the ta- I mean, no 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 tahar because no, the tahar, no, tahar as opposed to tame no tar as opposed to tame means kosher and not kosher yeah, yeah. but are you allowed to eat it or not that's what it means are you allowed to eat it or not yeah oh, a, a, a deer you're allowed to eat deer meat right you're allowed to eat deer meat but you, you'll never bring deer meat on as, as a carbon because it's not a behemoth it's a chaya so, but I'm, okay, I'm still a what when he brings carbonos no after he learned Torah he knows what the carbonos are 
maybe he knows how to do Kabbalah. The Gemara in 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 of the Zohar in the beginning no, says the that the, he knew he knew about the movement. Rashi says this was an exception. He says he, he thought why would Hashem as, as you're about to say ah. why would he tell me to bring all of, all, all of the Torahs not just the Korbanos this particular time is an exception. Uh-huh. So, Ra- so Rashi understood that Neach brought from all kosher animals. But the Medrash over here is saying no. Neach only brought from the, ko- the animals that are kosher to be brought in the Mizbech in the Besamikdash, which is three behemoths, Sharkezov and A's, and two types of birds, Tarim and Binayana, right? Which are doves and turtle doves? What are they? Doves and something like that. Which one is which? Nobody knows. <laughs> I, think we did, I think when we talked about this by, by Priya Sa'ilam, we also didn't know. So that's when Neach brought, brought his Kurbanas from. And so the Radha says that this is Pigidabalazi Lishitosai. Because he, he said, Pigidabalazi said, why is it that Hashem told Neach to bring seven of the kosher animals and only two of the non kosher animals? So that because Hashem wanted it so that, that after the Mabul, there'll be more kosher animals than non kosher animals, that the population will, will be greater. Not, not that, that he want, not what, what Rashi said, that it should be for Kurbanas. Because he's saying, let's say deer, he had seven deer on the on, on the on the on the tva, but he didn't bring the deers as carbonos. The deer were wild deer. He didn't you know, you don't bring a deer as a carbon. But uvonas a mizbech harishan shekrivol of oilis kind of hevel and neich built that first mizbech that kind of hevel brought upon it oilis. Pashas means the place. The Marzu says that also we find in Periklamadal later on that Odom Rishon also brought a carbon there. The same place? The same place. Oh, by the Makkah Mamikdash. Oh, oh, you were Mechavin to the Ratal's question. The Ratal says the, the Teva landed in Hare Ararat, which is in Turkey or Kurdistan, maybe yeah. Kurdistan or Armenia or whatever. But this is in Eretz So what happened? He, he quickly somehow jumped there or whatever. I don't know exactly what happened. Took a fight. Actually, no, this is, uh, this is what I was talking This is where the Radal says a whole shout out Kabbalah that I didn't understand. But he asked this question. The, the, other, one, the other question about why he didn't speak, why, why Leich didn't ask Leich, that wasn't the one where he said answer Alpi Kabbalah. Okay, this is this. So, Vehikriv Oileis Arba. Leich brought four Oileis of each of these types of animals. Right, because we say he kept, he, he, he brought seven of each of them on the Teva. So he's going to bring four as Oileis. Yeah? And then three of them remain so that they'll be like, say, if, you, if you're going to compare doves to eagles, so there are only two eagles in the world and there's three doves in the world. Because out of the seven that survived, four were brought as a carbon and three survived. So there's going to be a higher population of doves to start off with, at least, than eagles. Now, I don't know, I don't think the Matthias is that there's more kosher animals in the world than non-kosher animals. But, I, but, but at least that's the way it started off after the Mabu. It says in the Pasuk, Vayiven Noyach Mizbeach Hashem, Noyach built a Mizbeach Hashem. And the way it says, Vayikach Enksiv Ela Vayal Oilis Bamizbeach. The Radah has a gift of Vayal Olav Enksiv Ela Vayal Oilis Bamizbeach. And before Hashem said that Bamizbeach is that if it says on the Mizbeach, what's the Mizbeach? What's the? What's the the over here? Rather, it, has to, it means that it was the Mizbeach that, that at that place where Kain and Hedel had already previously built a Mizbeach. And, and we're macro carbonus. What kind and hevel it says? It was the kind kind didn't bring any carbon. He did. He just he bought uh, he bought whatever he he bought, he bought flora yeah. instead of fauna. Uh, 
No? It goes on the same place. I guess so. Yeah, it's like, what's it called? Like, like terrorists or like a carbon mincha. You bring it on a You also burn it on a mizah. That carbon, good smell in front of Hashem. Hashem was pleased by it. He brought up oilas on his back. And Hashem was was pleased by it. It was sweet to him. She never said the puzzle. But Hashem is reach. And Hashem smelled the pleasing the pleasing sense. What did Hashem do? Hashem stretched out his right hand figuratively and he swore to to not bring a mabul again on the land. This Pasuk is in the Haftarah of Parshish Nayak where it's talking it's in, in the Vuh of Yishaya where Yishaya is saying that, that you know, where Hashem is going to implement different Punishments to Kali Yisrael, but of Ketzef, Hashem is going to implement different punishments, but He's not going to He's not He's, he's going to hold Himself back and not really do it completely. Why? It says Kimei Neach Zaisli. This is like this is like the waters of Neach for me. Ashenishpati Me'avoy Mei Neach Alaretz because I, that I made a, a, an oath. I took an oath that, that I'm not going to pass waters of Neach on the land. Meaning I'm not going to make a marble on the land. Kainishpati Miktzayf Olayich Umigabach. So too, I swore about uh, that. I swore to call you so that I'm not gonna get angry at you and I'm not gonna bother you too much. That's what Hashem says. It's like it's like mei noyach. In a moment, we'll explain the term mei noyach. But that's what that, that's what the the, the manager is saying here. V'nasan keshes la'is bris shvua benoy levena aretz, and Hashem gave the rainbow as a sign of the covenant of of the of the oath of the covenant between. Hashem and between the land that he's not going to destroy the land anymore. Hashem says the pasuk as kashti nasati beonon v'hayzala is bris. I put my rainbow in the, in the land in, in in the in the cloud and it'll be a sign of a bris. Did rainbows exist before the marble or did they not? You can speak you can look at the Ban and other mafarshim that speak about that. V'iskinu chachamim shiyum askirin shvuas neich b'choyan chazawa mesakin that you have that you we mentioned the shvuah that Hashem gave to Neich every single day we mentioned it. Shinema it says in the pasuk where do we mention it. L'ma'an yirbu yemeichem v'imei v'neichem al adama asher nishbala Hashem la v'iseichem al um. Like the days of the Shemayim Malarets. So the Bayis Hagolo, the, the Pirish on the bottom, wants to say that Leman Yirbu Yemechem Yemevinechem Aladama is saying that like that people should live on the land. Bayis said that's not Pashup Shan the Pasuk. The Pashup Shan the Pasuk is that so you'll live on in Eretz Yisrael. It's, 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 it's a Shvod that Hashem gave to Klai Yisrael that they're going to live in Eretz Yisrael. Ashinish Pashem Lasechem is talking about Avram Avinu. That, that's not Pashup Shan the Pasuk. So that's what the Baisa Gola wants to say. Probably he's saying that because the, the manager brings the first part of the Pasuk. But the Radal and the Marzu say that, no, the, the, the Drush is on, this, on, the, on the end of the Pasuk. That it says, That the Shvua that Hashem gave, that He's going to give Kali Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, that they're going to live, to, that they can live in Eretz Yisrael, is, is, is like a Shvua. That it's similar to the Shvua that Hashem gave, that the days are going to be in a certain continuum on the land. 
after the Mabal Hashem said, Oh, you call you my art, Zero of a Kutzer, Vakar, 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 so the Pasuk is saying that as a marshal to the, the Shavuot that Hashem gave that we're going to keep Eretz Yisrael. So, so that's what it means that we mention that we mention Nayach every day. That's what, what the Medrash says. Now just one last thing to, to, to finish off with an idea over here. It has to do with the current situation in the, in the, in the world and in Eretz Yisrael Befrat. So we mentioned that it says, this Pasuk says, It's like the waters of Nayach. A famous question. Why is the Mabul called the waters of Nayach? It's the waters of Nayach? Nayach was the tzaddik. Nayach was the one who wasn't affected by the waters. He survived. But it's the waters of Nayach. The Parshat Shai would say like, it's, like the waters of the waters and the story of Nayach or something like that. But the, 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 the Navi Yeshaya calls it the waters of Nayach. Why is it the waters of Nayach? So Chaim Shalevitz in, in Sichus Musr he brings down that he brings a Zayar. The, the Zayar says that the reason why it's called May Nayach that it's, the waters are ascribed to Noyach is because when Noyach found out that he's going to be saved and his family is going to be saved, he didn't daven that everyone else should be saved. He, didn't, he stopped davening. And in that way, Noyach is, is, is somewhat guilty because of that. And we find that Rav Chaim Shlavitz discusses this in, 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 in a little bit greater detail, he says. We find the Medrash says that in Parshas Vayera, so uh, when Avraham Avinu was told that Hashem is going to destroy Sadaim, so Hashem, uh, so Avraham Avinu was davening, you know, th- if there's this many people, you save it. And Hashem says, yeah, but there aren't this many people. Yeah, there are, but there aren't this many people, etc. When he got down to ten, uh, Avraham Avinu, it looks like he gave up. Right, so why, why didn't he ask for less than ten? So Chazal tell us that he understood from Nayach that Hashem is not going to save the world for less than ten people. So the question is, so. We know that if Hashem, so it sounds like if Noah would have davened, Hashem wouldn't have saved them, right? Because that Avraham Avinu saw from Noah, but for less than ten people, nah. So what's the time on Noah that he should have davened for them? If even if he davened for them, Hashem wouldn't have saved them because there's less than ten tzaddikim. What's the time on Noah? Sounds like there were ten people. Huh? Noah and his wife, Shem and his wife, Kohen and the wife, Yosef and the wife, Canaan and Noah. He had ten people. You're assuming that Canaan was already born, which is not Pashat. Mm-hmm. And you're also assuming that Oig was, 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 was a tzaddik, which is also not Pashat. And you also forgot about Oig's wife. <laughs> but, so, so Rufchaim Shlavet says like this, there's two in Yonim. When you hear about a tzara that's happening, when you hear about something, a, a, a distress or a painful thing that's happening, there's two in Yonim. There's one Indian to daven so that the thing will go away. And there's another Indian that when you hear that somebody else is in pain, you can't remain silent. You cry out to Hashem. Even, for, even without the fact that, that crying out to Hashem will actually help, could help the situation. Just crying out, it, it means that, that you, you, you actually feel for what's happening. You, 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 you sympathize with it. The problem with Nayakh was that he was apathetic. He heard that these guys are going to get destroyed and he didn't, he didn't even bother to daven for them. The, the fact that if he would have davened for them and it wouldn't, it wouldn't have helped, that's besides the point. The fact that he was just quiet and he didn't say anything, he didn't try to... That, that, that was the taina on that's why it's called mei nayach. He made nayach as I see. Rav Chaim Shlavet says that it compares this to Gemara in 
in Saita that says that the Para had three advisors, right? Eiv, Bilam, and 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 Yisrael. Right? So what happened? Eiv, uh, Bilam, he gave him the Eitzah to, to send the Jews in the water. He was killed. Eiv was quiet, so he got Yisurim. Yisurim shall Eiv, horrible Yisurim of Eiv. Uh, in, and Yisrael who ran away, so he was Zeicha that his descendants are going to be from the Sanhedrin, etc. But Eiv, what did Eiv do? He was quiet. And he got Yisuri Eiv, the horrible afflictions of Eiv. Right? What, what, it, being quiet is so bad that you get such a punishment. Yisuri Eiv. Yeah! That means that he, didn't, he heard that Bilam said, kill him, and Eiv said, nothing. He didn't say anything. He had his, his, he, he had his moment of silence. Right? That, that, that's the time on Eir. So, so Rav Shalvi says that's the time on Noach as well. That, that Noach didn't do anything about it. He says that Avram Avinu, he, he davened until, because he was misheard to do something, until the point that he knew that the davening wasn't going to do anything anymore. He already, he already cried out and he, he did what he had to do and, and it didn't work. But, but Noach didn't even, didn't even, didn't even cry out the So that's why it's called Me Noach. So, in 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 the Rucham Shlavitz said this word, it's button in the sefer twice. Once in Parshas Nayach in Tavshin Lamed Gimel in, in 1972, Parshas Nayach, and then also later on in the sefer in 1973, less than a year later during the Yom Kippur War on Arab Sukkot, he said this part over again. He's trying to bring out the point that in the time of sorrow, in the time when, when bad things are happening to Klal Yisrael, so the Indian is to be mechazik, especially in Ben Adam in Ben Adam I was just, I saw on Shabbos, the, the Gemara of Vaidazar says that uh, Any person who learns Torah at night, HaKadosh Baruch is going to give him a special line of chesed or a line of charm during the day. Marshal says, why? What, 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 what shaykh is like? Because you learn at night, so Hashem is going to give you chesed in the day. It says that when a person learns at night, if you stay up the whole night learning, so what's going to happen the next day? You're going to be cranky. No one's, you're, gonna, you're not going to get along with people. You're going to be in a bad mood. You're not gonna, it's not going to work out. So the Gemara is saying a special thing that, that if you learn Torah, so you'll, you'll, Hashem will give you like a special bracha that, that you'll be able to get along with people. You'll, you'll be in a good mood and everything will work out for you. So you see that learning Torah is not enough. You also have to be in a good mood and, work, and, and, and get along with people. You, you need... You need so in a time of sorrow, in Yoni bin Adam al-Khaveri, to be mechazek in that is a special thing. Especially you know, when, when people, it, when you're in dangerous situations and people are on, on edge and they're nervous and they're scared. And they, but the best thing to do is to be mechazek, of, of course to be mechazek in, in davening to Hashem and everything, but the, one of the most important things is to be mechazek in you know, getting along with everyone else and, and just because you're scared and, and you're, you're nervous or you're worried or whatever you shouldn't get it out on other people and to get along with everyone in the, in the house and not to scream and these type of things and, and hopefully it'll, it'll work out Rav Chaim Shalvet said that he brings down that in the, in the six day war so he said that the yeshiva was sitting there in the klat and the, the, the mere yeshiva was in the, in the bomb shelter and you know the Mir Yeshiva is Mamish right there on the border. It's, it's right next to Kriya Chad. So it's Mamish a dangerous place. He said that he, he, there was one lady there from the neighborhood because the, the Yeshiva's Miklat was like the neighborhood Miklat. So there was one lady there from the neighborhood. And the story of this lady was that her husband left her decades ago, and she's left. She's she's still married to him. She can't get married to anybody else, and her husband's gone. And she's in Mamish Nagunov. 
with I don't know if, it yeah, didn't yeah, say with yeah, kids, but yeah. and she's left by herself and when she was dominating there in the Maklat in the middle of the war when everyone's sitting there in the bomb shelter, she said, them. I forgive my husband for all these things that he did horrible to me that he ran away and left me by myself for all these years. Yeah, so she, so she daven, you know, Hashem, I'm Moichel, my husband, for all these things that he, this horrible thing that he did to me, and for all the tzad that he's caused me. So you too, Hashem, Avarachman, you should, you should be Moichel us for all the affairs that we did, and have Rachmanus on us. And Rav Shalavit said that, that when he saw this lady saying such a thing in her davening, he said that she is the one that caused him to be saved from, from in, in, in the, in the, during the Six Day Wars. And not all the Bnei Yeshiva, the big Talmud, everyone sitting in the Miklat, saying, Shema Yisrael, Hashem, whatever, all these different things, being Malach HaKadosh Baruch that's one dargah. But to be, to, to be Merchel, somebody who did all kinds of horrible things to you like that, that's a higher dargah. And that, that, that's what was, that, that was, that's why the Rezerich had to be, to, to be saved. So, Beretz Hashem, hopefully we'll all be zeichet to be saved and this situation will calm down and um, everything will work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah.